Hello there. Welcome to the latest episode of Bill Belichick's World. So uh, today is the 6th of September. It's uh, it's getting late. We're near the end of the season. Pre-season. Okay, yeah. Voice uh, of God here. But yeah, so um, today we're going to do NFC North. But we've got, a, we've got uh, another special guest. Hopefully you'll be more knowledgeable than Steve Chase, who turns out only knows that Marvie Cooper plays for the for the uh, Oakland Raiders. That's all you need to know. But yeah, so uh, we've got Duncan here. He's uh, and he's our American friend. Uh, who uh, so because of that, he he's much more knowledgeable than us. You've actually played once or twice, I, I, you know. I played on a. I was the practice of my high school team, so yeah, the knowledge is there. There you go. Uh, and Griff, hi. You play cricket. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely no physical contact allowed with this body here. Yeah, um, I'm too play- brittle now. I'm old. I played. Uh, I played touch with, with Duncan once. You and, played touch uh, with some kids once. I heard. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oy, 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 oy. <laughs> My boss listens to this. Um, uh, yeah, so I played touch football with Duncan once and. Forever etched in my memory because I still have the bruises. <laughs> I, s- I still apologise for that. It's still f- oh, it's hilarious. You should never <laughs> apologise for that. That it was, was the, the greatest bit of sporting achievement of all time. That was yeah. beautiful. You, you know when um, time s- goes slow and you think, I've been upside down now for <laughs> at least five minutes. <laughs> I have never seen a guy your size fly so far so fast. It was, uh, yeah. It was like you were shot out of an American catapult. <laughs> it was fun. It was beautiful. Yeah. Luckily for you, it was in a completely private place where no one else could see. Bedford Park. Bedford Park, which yeah. is a big park. And in front of all your friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And well, the worst thing was Griff was there, so I just know everyone's going to know about it. Griff and Gary. We have to tell everyone. Of course, yeah. We sent emails to people you didn't even know you knew. I, I, I'm sure my mum asked me once, well, John, what, what happened when you played touch football? Did you get pummeled? And I was like, fuck off. <laughs> So anyway, um, yeah, so we're here to talk about NFC North, and we've got Duncan in because you are a Packers Pack- fan. Yep. So, uh, should we start with the Packers? It's a great place to lead off. Uh, far away. Duncan, Just, what, what's your... Uh, what's assessment your for the season ahead, Duncan. Assessment for the season ahead. I'm hoping, I'm hoping for a lot, but expecting very little. Um, with... Our defense is just in shambles, and we got basically at the NFC conference game, championship game, we were found out immediately by the Falcons, who just destroyed us. But that offense is awesome. Yeah, and our defense is... Couple, we, couldn't, we couldn't catch up with them. A couple of quick stats about the D then. Uh, 31st overall in passing yards conceded last year. I think the 49ers might have been the only team that were worse. Yes. And uh, 21st overall in points allowed. So that's not great. Nope. But it would only take a small step, especially in points allowed, for you to be a viable team. Yes. Do you think you've made enough changes in the off season? We drafted two uh, secondaries again. Kevin King and another guy whose name I forget. Josh, yep. somebody or other. Josh yes. Jones. Yes. And um, I hope they do well. But Don Capers has been in charge of this for four or five years like where it's just consistently been bad and are you putting yourself out there for the job of defensive coordinator I mean someone's got to 
because they're not going to sack Capers <laughs> at this point. It's currently defensive, not very coordinator. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's pretty terrible. Uh, but it's we're constantly we're a team that goes big up in the first half. We'll go up by like twenty points, and everyone plays it cool, and then we're playing catch up in the fourth quarter constantly. And I'm never happy with a twenty point lead in the first half because I know they'll just give up in the second half. We've all sat through those games with you. Yeah, and it's been beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, what do you think of the signing of Ahmad Brooks from the 49ers? Do you think he brings some leadership that you might really need in in the certainly in the linebacking core and and back? I mean, we still got Clay Matthews, so but he can't do it all. Every year, I hear well, we've got Clay Matthews. Can he not? No, no, he can't because he's another year older. Yeah, I mean, and he's a great player, but he's expected beautiful. to do so much and, and beautiful. And losing Julius Peppers, I think. Yeah, maybe. He'll- he hopefully will help out, but I don't. I don't think linebackers are a problem. I still think secondary people just bombing it over us constantly. It's not ideal, certainly. But yeah, the, the two youngsters, one cornerback, uh, one safety. They're obviously very high on these two picks. Otherwise, they wouldn't have gone in with them so, so far up in the draft. Yeah. Uh, do they get thrown in straight away? Yeah. Uh, Ted Tom- Thompson doesn't draft people without knowing much about them. So. If he thinks they're ready for it, I think he, he throws them in immediately. Okay, that seems fair. Uh, with a bit of luck then, let's say you get somewhere into the uh, teens on defense, so teens in points allowed, uh, teens in yards against. Do you think then you're a viable Super Bowl winner? Yeah, I mean, we have easily the best quarterback in the NFL. We're going to come back to easily. the easily. We're going to come back <laughs> to the easily question the in a minute. Quarterback in the NFL. Okay, let's run through the offense quickly then. Um, I would venture to say that Martellus Bennett is the biggest upgrade on offense you could have had because your tight end situation has been so piss poor. Uh, what do you think? Yeah. I mean, uh, all the statisticians out there are saying that Martellus Bennett isn't going to be really that viable because uh, Aaron Rodgers doesn't throw to tight end, but we haven't had a decent tight end for quite a long time. And I think Jermichael Finley has just ruined tight ends for Aaron Rodgers altogether <laughs> by not catching a single ball ever. <laughs> It could be. Uh, Bennett had seven touchdowns off seven seven hundred and one yards last year. I think yeah. it was it was quite a lot. Obviously, he was standing in for Rob Gronkowski. But uh, your two Titans that you had last year, Jared Cook and Richard Rodgers, had six hundred yards or there about between them and three touchdowns. And one of them was a hail mary. And one of them was a massive. In fact, <laughs> that, that counts for several of the touchdowns you accrued last season. That's a lot of hail marys. Yeah. Um, I mean, we all thought Jared Cook would be pretty good when he came in last year. and Not that he wasn't, he was bad, but he just, he wasn't really that big of a deal. And I think the same thing will happen with Bennett. I think he'll he'll be in there, he'll, he'll get some bodies on him, but overall, I just don't see. You're not as up on it as I am. No. I, I think he's going to be a, a great addition. Really? Why? Uh, I'll tell you why. Okay, so you, <laughs> you, you've, got, you've got the three, firstly, because I saw a lot of him last year for the Pats, exactly. and, and we ticked over with him in there as well as we did with Gronk. So, yeah. I thought he did well. Um, I'm not surprised they let him move on because he wanted too much money. But your three wide receivers, Nelson, Adams, and Cobb, uh, I'll quickly run through their stats from last year. Uh, Jordy Nelson had 12.57 yards for 14 touchdowns. Uh, Adams had very nearly 1,000 yards. It was 997 and 12 touchdowns. And Randall Cobb, 600 yards, four touchdowns. If those three can put up similar numbers this year with Bennett as well, opposing defences can't cover four players no. that good. No. But also another problem is we don't have a... Well, I mean, we have a running back, but... 
Well, he's a wide receiver as well. Well, yeah. So this is the thing. So with, with the three wide receivers, Devontae Adams is the one I would think most likely to drop off a cliff this year and not be as good. I mean, I like Devontae Adams. I like him. I had him in fantasy. You know, he's been passed around to a few people. But yeah. is he likely to to peak a thousand yards and twelve touchdowns again, or is he going to fall somewhere towards six hundred no, and maybe as, half a dozen? But he is a third wide receiver. So, but mm. I think on any other team, I think he'd be decent. But I think he's a third wide receiver on our team. Okay. But I, I, I think Bennett picks up a lot of his production. That's what I think is going to happen. Maybe. Yeah, there's a, there's a stunned silence <laughs> from an expert. Okay, so Ty Montgomery moves from wide receiver, where you don't need any players, yeah. to running back, where you need anyone. Yes. Anyone. <laughs> yeah. John, John's been volunteering. But there was plenty of people out there on free agency we could have picked up, and we didn't. And that's really aggravating. Because we haven't had a decent wide receiver since, I mean, Amon Green. Running back. Yeah, running back, sorry. Right. Running back. Um, yeah, so it's been a... Yeah. Why, there's tons of free agents out there that we could have picked up. Mainly Adrian Peterson. We should have just begged him to come to us. You for think? A super, for a Super Bowl, Adrian Peterson on, on our team would have you, been... You think Peterson's going to be uh, that good this year? No. But I think on our team... Uh, yeah, that, that's a fair comment. I hadn't considered that move at all. No. But That's all I was thinking about last, year, last summer. Just praying for it. Prayers yeah, don't work. That, uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, otherwise all those Hail Marys would have paid off and you'd have won it last year. Uh, don't get too down about it. There's always this year. <laughs> yeah. As long as you don't come up against us. Well, Brady's not going to make it through the season. Madden curse, calling it now. <laughs> it's a fair point. I've already said when we did our AFC reviews, I, I don't think the Patriots can get that lucky again. There's a lot of luck involved last year yeah. with other people getting injured. Derek Carr going out. Yeah. Well, I think the, the Raiders would have really rinsed us. I think that would have been harsh. And uh, our, our pass rush is terrible. Our only draft pick from this year is already out injured. Uh, Ninkovic has retired so I, I think luck is against us this year so I, I, I've already picked Green Bay I believe I picked Green Bay to win it oh. I say who needs luck when you can cheat as much as Belichick and the team do very so true very true I do not apologise no no I, I think you I think I just said before I think you're winning but just because I think that you cheat harder than else <laughs> <laughs> well yeah maybe but they, they haven't won them all no and they cheat every year yeah, we know this. So, yeah. but no, we have a better winning percentage by cheating than anyone else. The stats yes, don't lie. The stats don't lie. <laughs> the stats don't lie. But yeah. Um, so, are you glad to see the back of Feast Mode, Eddie Lacy? Yes. Yeah. Unfortunately, I love Eddie Lacy. I was really amped on him. I thought he was going to be our our big running back that we were finally. Gonna he get. was a big, run- a big running back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, a good running back we were finally going to get, and he just didn't live up to it, and it, it was a shame because. Ever since we drafted him, I was, I was high on him, and then, nope, nothing, not a thing. Fat Eddie, <sighs> is it? It's a shame. We know some people about his size who could probably have done a good job as he did last year. And he got paid so much just to lose some weight. He got like fifty grand by the Seahawks just to lose like. Have you ever tried to lose weight? It's really hard. For fifty grand, I'd lose <laughs> as much weight as you want me to lose. I'd go anorexic. Laxative diet. Yeah, well, we're, we're waiting. I'm checking Twitter constantly to see if uh, Dontari Poe made his £330 uh, thing. But he had to break that by today. Well, if he did, he got $125,000. Wow. He is running to the training ground today. Yeah. <laughs> He's sweating that out today. He's not running anywhere. No. Have you seen the fella? I have, I did like your stat that you threw at me earlier, though. Yeah. He, uh, <laughs> I asked Michael who had the best... Uh, Best uh, passing, passing percentage of uh, in, in the NFL last year. 
and then don't tell me Poe one for one touchdown <laughs> That's, that's, that's the sort of stats that you can yeah. regurgitate from anywhere and throw out on this podcast. Yeah. Anyone could have read that. Uh, quickly, while we're on the subject of the Packers, before we move on, Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees, one Super Bowl each. Which one of them is going to win another Super Bowl? Aaron Rodgers. I mean, if, and not even just being as a biased standpoint, I think Drew Brees is end of, end of days. He's an old man. He is an old man. I, I think if you take championships away from all the quarterbacks currently playing, I think Drew Brees is as good as any any quarterback in the league. I think he's a current Dan Marino in a completely pass offense. So that's why he's got the top like five of the top records. Of yeah, five games. over 5,000 seasons. A, and he can do it. He does it well. He's a good quarterback. But I think stats are a bit inflated. So you would agree, John and I were saying earlier, to, to the eye, Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback in football. Even yeah. I, as a Brady fan, would say Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback in football, yeah. providing you take away all the titles. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's solely on titles. Titles is, but titles is bullshit. Well, t- I, even it's I a, will concede, we a, have the best coach in football. It's a bullshit stat, titles. I hate it. It means Rodgers is half the man of Eli. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. He's my biggest reason why it's a bullshit stat. And also, Joe Flacco. Oh, that's harsh when you think that, that Joe Flacco's got as many titles as Breeze and Rogers. Yeah. Ouch. If it's any consolation, Joe Flacco won't win another one. No, no. He, you know what? He might, and just to piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> oh. He collects that trophy, just looks down the lens. Fuck you, man. Fuck you, Duncan. Yeah. Who said I was an elite? Got- <laughs> I was listening to BBW, man. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> that would be great. Imagine the plug you'd get from that. That'd be amazing. Okay. So we need to have a, a good five minutes abuse on every episode and the hope that someone's listening. <laughs> okay, quickly, uh, I'll run through my idea of the floor and ceiling for the team for this season, then we'll ask Duncan to slag me off for it. Um, I don't see them finishing sub-500, so 9-7 and seven is the floor. If the fucking defence falls apart again, yeah. it's possible. Yeah. Um, ceiling for me, 12-4. and four. Yeah. The, the defence isn't great enough to win more games than that, I don't think. Uh, so you're probably going to end up 10-6, and six, or most likely 11-5, and five, looking at the fixtures, I would think. Uh, for me, that gets you the top of this division. Yeah. Uh, and I think once you're in the playoffs, I can't, I can't see Rodgers continually getting done in the playoffs. I think sooner or later he's going to pull it off. For me, he goes all the way this year. It's about the defense. It's solely about the defense. You better hope those youngsters are good. They better. They better. So uh, you would reasonably agree with those predictions? Yeah, I think double-digit wins is, I think, easily, yeah. easily going to happen. Okay. Uh, and if, you, if you're picking one player off of the Green Bay Packers for your fantasy team, who do you take? I mean... I don't like picking quarterbacks that are worth a lot of money, so I wouldn't pick Aaron Rodgers. But I think Jordy Nelson is probably the best bet for uh, fantasy football. Yeah? Jordy Nelson, yeah. Oh. yeah uh, I went with Rodgers for the obvious pick, but uh, I don't think I ended up with any in my fantasy team this year. I didn't get any. Uh, I think no. I had Devontae Adams last year. Because, yeah, which one any. of your receivers was injured last year? Was it Jordy Nelson? Uh, well, he was injured the year before and was on his comeback. Yeah, injured the year remember. before, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I think I picked up Adams last year and, and he, he paid off uh, reasonably well. Yeah. But okay, fair enough. Um, I had Cobb when he was going through that running back phase. Uh, How did that go for you? 
He scored, he scored more than my tight ends. <laughs> we don't want to get on to John's tight end crisis for the second podcast in a row. We're being sponsored by Imodium if we keep doing that. Fucking eight tight ends, man. Well, just in general? Just in general, man. They're, don't they're, tell them. They're all fucking huge. Yeah. You got they're... taken out by a five foot seven American guy who's not a tight end. Five foot nine. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies, those two inches count for so everything. <laughs> Eh, fair yeah, enough. But no, um, uh, yeah, uh, it was a it was a gamble and it didn't pay off my, my cob experiment. Um, so yeah, now done the Packers. So is it Vikings next? Uh, Vikings will do. That's as good a place as any to start in this division because clearly the Packers are going to be top. So we can pretty much pick our running order from there. Uh, so the pack, the Packers, the Vikings had a really hot start last year, and then tailed off. Uh, fell apart. Yeah. You say tailed off, I say fell apart disgracefully. That could be your opinion, and I would not necessarily disagree. Um, <laughs> so this year, a little more settled, seeing as uh, you got Bradford from it's uh, in the second year in the offense. Yeah, uh, absolutely. But he's he's only got he's only got one year left of his contract. Bridgewater's only got one year left, I think, and he's injured. Uh, don't worry, they've got Case Keenum. Way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the future's sorted then for the Vikes. Uh, I'm pretty sure they're waiting to see how well Teddy Bridgewater recovers from from that knee injury. Uh, bearing in mind he's still not back training, it doesn't look promising. So you might find Bradford has a permanent home, uh, but. They're going to obviously give Bridgewater as long as possible because he was supposed to be the quarterback of the, the now and the future. So he'll get time. So, yeah, uh, other, than, other than the QBs, um, who, what, what, what has he got to throw to this year, really? Uh, well, the key thing uh, he's got to throw to is Michael Floyd, who isn't available for several weeks uh, due to mainly being in trouble with the police. Not for smacking a woman around, which is a relief Gosh, because every other every other podcast we do, we seem to have somebody who's suspended for smacking a woman. Uh, one day, we're going to find a player is missing a game through injury where he's been hit with the heel of a shoe by a woman who fought back. <laughs> and we'll all applaud that woman. Yeah. I'm still waiting for one of them to like start dating uh, like an MMA fighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Ronda Rousey. She's married. Uh, or the other one. We discussed this before. Yes. Holly, whatever her name was. It was about Cyborg. Cyborg. I don't follow these things enough. Muscular women terrify me. <laughs> but <Just> women in general. <laughs> hello to the wives. <laughs> Caroline, Malena, hello. <laughs> um, John, you want to name a woman, pretend you're married to her? Uh, Sandra. She's, <laughs> She's really easy. <laughs> Anyone could have told you that. But yeah, Michael Floyd, he's going to be the key receiver once his suspension is served because... I think he's still got a lot to offer in the league, uh, and he's a field stretcher. So once he returns, we'll get to see whether the Vikings really do have a viable offense that doesn't involve just running the ball, because that's what I think they're going to do this year. Uh, They drafted Dalvin Cook, 41st overall, so just in the second round. And man, does he look hot in preseason. This guy, he is flying off fantasy draft boards. He could be the running back there for the next 10 years. He looks amazing. So... Uh, I think they're going to do a lot of just handing the ball off and letting him do his do his work. They've also signed Latavius Murray from the Raiders. I like Latavius uh, Murray. Well, that was a, that's a massive signing. He had, over the last two years, 1,800 yards and 18 touchdowns. And the Raiders let him go on the basis that they hope Beast Mode is going to be okay. 
So I'm not sure about that move, but that's what they've gone with. Uh, so the two of them combined, Cook and Murray, I think that's one of the best pairings of running backs that's going to be in the NFC this year. That certainly gives the Vikings a shot. As for the rest of the wide receivers, uh, I'm not sold on uh, Stefan Diggs. He's okay. He's not a number one. I've had him for the last two years in fantasy. Um, and so I've been paying attention. And he's he looks all right, but just all right. He's not a lead. Yeah. He's, no. you know, he's, he's not someone you'd build your offense no. around. And no. I think we're all agreed. There's, that's three no's there. We, we don't think he's the wide receiver number yeah, one. Come out of Stefan. Basically, he's, he's in the number one role because Michael Floyd isn't available. I think yeah. as soon as he's back, providing he's you know at least up to fitness, I think Stefan Diggs drops back down behind him yeah. in the pecking order. Uh, Adam Thielen on the other side of the field, actually, he could really be on for a breakout year. He had a pretty much a breakout year last year, and he could do it again if Bradford decides to throw the ball a bit more, or further anyway, rather than his three-yard checkdowns that he's a big fan of. I really like Thielen. I thought he was good. He's hampered slightly by the quarterback play is basically where I'm getting at with this. Uh, it's, you know, I, I'm not sure we're going to see anything different from Bradford because of the running game. Uh, and, and that will keep the receivers in check. So if they are one score down with a, a few seconds on the clock and you can't run the ball in that situation, Thielen's the best option on the team to throw it to because Floyd isn't available. But I don't know... I, I like Bradford, but I don't think he's the quarterback. You wouldn't choose to have him in your no, team. You'd much rather have Bridgewater. Yeah, exactly. And who got yeah. into the playoffs the year before. Yeah, absolutely. You know, for them. Nobody wanted to see him get injured. No. Bradford's done a grand job while he's been there. Don't get me wrong. I'm pleased to see a guy that was so beaten down and so injured coming back and playing well. Yeah. But he's more Alex Smith than Tom Brady. Yeah. Um, and, and I don't think you're going to win close games like that because they can't just rely on running the ball all the time. Um Quick thought about the Vikings. They've lost Cordell Patterson to the Raiders. Um, now, his stats last year for returns and things were just phenomenal. Uh, he was one of the best in the league. Um, fifth in punt return yards. I think he was top in, uh, in, in the kickoff yards, or he was certainly near the top in both categories. Um, that's a big chunk of their return offense that they've lost. We're not sure yet who's going to take these reps. They've named various different people to could have a, an eye in on that. Uh, do you think that's going to peg them back and get them stuck a little bit deeper so that Bradford does have to throw? Yeah, I mean, um, you'd worry that if they are pegged back, have, you know, have Bradford going long is just not something he's... Comfortable with? Comfortable, liable to do. <laughs> um, but... Yeah, they, well, let's see. Let's see who let's who takes 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 the mantle. You know, somebody's um, stealing a fireplace. Yeah, huh. yeah. You should stop them. Uh, yeah, this, uh, this Diggs is going to be banned for three games for <laughs> the mantelpiece theft. <laughs> mantelpiece theft. <laughs> that would be a new one. Goodall's coming down hard. Uh, on yeah. <laughs> he wants to be the commissioner of justice or whatever he called himself. Yeah. Basically, he wants to run a superhero team. <laughs> That's what it sounds like, commissioner of justice. Honestly, did you, did you did you get the email today from NFL dot com from Roger Goodall about the season? And uh, oh, bloody hell! Breaking news! Bro. Breaking news! Duncan's left his phone on. Is anybody think this was amateur hour? It's Joe Flacco. Tell him to <laughs> fuck himself. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I was going to say, but yeah. I, I think you'll find it's Bill Belichick saying, "I know where you live," and he probably <laughs> does. Yeah. 
That's it, Duncan. You just keep playing with your phone, though. Don't worry about it. Turn the ringtone off. <laughs> yeah, I didn't read it. I just saw signed by Roger Goodall. You know, delete that. Um, the, the, the Vikings have the fifth easiest strength of schedule, which is not an easy thing to say at this time of night, uh, this season. I'm not sure that's going to be enough to help them propel themselves into the playoffs this year. I don't put a lot of sway in strength of schedule because teams improve in the off-season. So it's based on last year's win-loss records per opponent. Um, I've seen a lot of things online. Vikings fans are saying, oh, this is good for us because it means we can get second place in the division and we could have enough wins to get a wild card. I don't think it's going to be enough. Uh, Duncan, any thought on that? Um, I think it just depends on how they do against their own division rivals. Um, just uh, Basically, just need to get those wins against the Lions and the Bears and hope maybe squeak one by against the Packers. But they can get... I mean, at least four wins out of that division, that'll do them good anyway, right there. That certainly gives you a chance, eh? You're, I think you might be slightly higher on the Vikings than I am. I, I really think this could be a lower li- year than last year, maybe. I, well, it's out of the other three other NFL, NFC teams, I think they're probably the better one. Yeah, that seems fair, that seems fair. Uh, the defense, at least, is, is pretty good still. We know that. They've, yeah. they've got some good players. They've extended Linville Joseph's contract, uh, I think, He's really good. I, when, I, when I've seen him play, he's clearly the top run stuffer in the team. You don't just run through this team, and he seems to be there every time there's a guy to be taken down. Um, I think he had four sacks last year as well, so the guy's doing a job. It's, it's impressive. Uh, and we know that the, the cornerbacks are, are, are very strong. You know, Xavier Rose, is, Xavier Rose, is that him? Yeah. I can't remember what his name is. Yeah, that's him. Rhodes, anyway. Yeah. He's good. Uh, he had five interceptions last year. Uh, and Trey Wayne's had three. I mean, they're picking teams off. Their, their turnover differential was excellent. Uh, I'm the idiot who accidentally dropped them from their fantasy team last year, and you're the idiot who fucking picked them up. I did. <laughs> I didn't. Thank you. So what you learn there is don't do your waiver transfers at midnight because you're too tired. Yeah. Because someone, let's not forget, someone dropped Joe Mixon in our league this year as well, which was amazing. Thank, it, you. Yeah, oh, Thank you for the him. Auto well. pick Andy. Auto pick Andy. Did yeah. you, yeah. Auto pick Andy, and you were straight in there. Yeah. Immediately, it was. It was. Yeah. Uh, he's. I think he. Well, I don't know if he'll regret that, but he might regret that. Bearing in mind, he also has Ezekiel Elliott, who is now suspended from game two to game seven this season. He has. He did pick up balls the other day, and uh, immediately dropped him. So he might have some sense. <laughs> well, or why, why would you have picked him up in the first place? Uh, somebody told him. To. <laughs> somebody clearly is pushing auto pick Andy into doing these things, but uh, I think. I think the floor is relatively oh, high. He has luck. He's got luck. He's ah. his quarterback. So I think uh, he re- when he realised he won't go... Well, and he went for Bortles. Yeah. Dalton's still available in that league. He's gone for Palmer. Ah. That's a good pick. So good pick. Wait and see. Uh, floor for this team, 6 and 10. They're not going to lose more than 10 games. Uh, and ceiling, if everything went right and they do win their divisional games, it's a really high ceiling, 12 and 4. They could Oof. do that with this defence. They could. They could. I, I'm, I'm sure with the running backs they've got, they could really pull some leads on some teams. You don't think so? 12 and 4 is, I think, stretching a lot. You I, don't know, I know it's ceiling, but I think... Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying they're going to push the Packers, yeah. but if any team in this division is yeah, going to yeah. push the Packers, it's them. Yeah. I see them going 9 and 7. Uh, yeah. I've got 8 and 8. Yeah. Uh, so I think last year they finished 7 and 9. Yeah. So I'd say... This year it's eight and eight, but with the arrow for me pointing slightly down, mm. I think they're more likely to finish seven and nine again than they are to finish nine and seven. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, we're all in agreement. That that seems fair. Uh, if you're picking a fantasy player, 
I'm, I've got Dalvin Cook. Yeah, you've joined you've joined that boat. Yeah. Jump straight on that boat. Probably push John off the other side. Uh, I go with Cook, but uh, yeah, I've just don't see any. Diggs is probably available, so uh, that doesn't mean you should take him. Don't you know? But if you're looking for a quick, uh, if you're not quick, uh, a filling wide receiver, he's all right. But or even their defense special teams. Oh, the, worth yeah. special teams, Clearly, yeah. the defense special teams. That for me, that would be the first thing. Dalvin Cook probably the second thing because running backs are always scarce and I'd like to give a mention as well to Kyle Rudolph the tight end because I think he gets overlooked a reasonable amount and actually if you're looking for a top 10 tight end the guy is there yeah. and he does take all those check downs so he gets yeah. a lot of receptions so just give him a mention as well um, I think that's I think that's the Vikings covered there's, there's not a lot else to say about them because they're going to probably sit behind the Packers yeah so, uh, who, who do you want to do next? Uh, bears, bears or Lions? Uh, let's leave the Bears till last. Like I, they will be like, division. Like it <laughs> seems most likely they're going to. I thought I'd let you have so, that one. So, uh, uh, yeah, the Lions. De- Detroit Lions. Um, first thing of note here, Jim Caldwell doesn't have a contract extension yet. Matt Stafford's just signed his massive, ridiculous, highest-paid quarterback in the league extension to his contract. Jim Caldwell hasn't. So, if the Lions don't make the playoffs... Does Jim Caldwell get the sack? Yes. Yes. Whoa, that's a that's a. Stri- you, you don't think there's any room for negotiation here? No. Nope. <sighs> I was kind of hoping for some discussion on this point. Uh, uh, yeah, I think he does. Uh, <laughs> Can you pretend to phone in or? Yeah, I think he's. Uh, yeah, he's. They'll, they'll just keep him for a bit. Give him another season. Okay. Quick point then. If they make the postseason, which would be the first time they've made consecutive postseasons in over twenty years. Does he get a big contract extension? Three, four years? Three years. Three years? Yeah. Yeah, I'd probably agree with that. It's almost like you're not that sure about Jim Caldwell's contract situation, John. Well, no, I, I, uh, I've just, this is just what I've read. So that's what I read. That's what I agreed with. So it was all dependent on this year, whether he made it. And I looked at the team and thought, I don't think he will. Yeah, so looking at the team, last year they had eight fourth-quarter comebacks. Um, I think Stafford set the record, didn't he, for consecutive fourth quarter comebacks. Are they likely to get that lucky again? No. No. Uh, no. I, I can't see it either. I, it's just fourth quarter comeback. It's, it's not really something you should be completely proud of either. It means you've just <laughs> let a team in and you've... You've only turned scraped. up for the second half, yeah. maybe. Uh, it's basically the opposite of what the Packers did. You say we shouldn't be uh, proud of fourth quarter comebacks, but the Patriots did just win with the best fourth quarter comeback ever. I just God, thought I'm I'd... I'm never going to hear the end of this. No, no, never. Mm. <laughs> but but still, back to the Lions. Okay, yeah. so we're. I, it's just. I mean, they'll. I mean, they'll get some, but you just can't let teams get in there, and then it just expect to get, like turn it on in the fourth quarter. It's just not something you really need to be doing. Okay. Uh, before we started this podcast, you trashed Matthew Stafford because you don't like him. Yes. I have him as my fantasy quarterback because I always leave it too late to pick one. Mm-hmm. Um. Last year, he had a 65.3 completion percentage without Calvin Johnson. I thought he did better than people expected him to. What do you think? Did he do better than the majority of people thought he would do without his main weapon? Yes. But I still, I just, yeah, I did. I thought without Calvin Johnson, I thought he'd be a wet blanket. But he was he was better than that. He's, <laughs> he's a good completion guy. But, again, he's had games where he just, he just throws it up. He's like a... I don't know. It's just—is he like a good Jay Cutler? 
Is he just like Jay Cutler? Good and Jay Cutler doesn't make. You're struggling with that one. (laughs) Computer says no. Um, I don't know. I I think he is a good quarterback, but he's just he's someone that doesn't turn the ball over a lot. But he's still like he's not someone I would want on the my team. Like, well, clearly. Well, that's because you've got Aaron Rodgers on your team. Even even (laughs) if I was like picking, I think I would. Did you once pick him for a fantasy quarterback and he let you down? A lot. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Twice. I thought I thought that might have something to yeah. do with it. It's, it's almost like he, he turned the ball over ten times last ten interceptions last year to twenty four touchdowns. Now actually the touchdown number was a lot lower than the year before when he had thirty two. Well, it's because he was just tossing up in the end zone and Calvin, and, and Calvin Johnson was catching everything. <laughs> but he also threw more interceptions that year, yeah. three thirteen. So I thought he did rein in the tendency to just heave it down the field a bit last year. Um, and whilst I'm not delighted with my choice of quarterback. I was happy enough to leave it until that point because if I, it was a choice between him, Andy Dalton, Carson Palmer. It's much of a much, muchness. They're going to wing the ball out there, and sometimes they get picked off, and sometimes they get away with it. I mean, that's why he got he just got the big contract as well, because he is decent. Like, well, there's probably hard, hard to come by. there's probably what eighteen other teams that would really like to have Matthew Stafford. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And the Lions couldn't really afford to be scrabbling around at the bottom like the Jags and the Jets are looking for a quarterback. Anyone, you just don't want to. There's no, I mean, I'm sure there's quarterbacks coming up, but you just don't want to be in that mix of uncertainty. Better or worse than your arch nemesis, Joe Flacco? Better. <laughs> Said so begrudgingly <laughs> as he looks back at his fantasy draft. It still, it still annoys me that, that Joe Flacco says he's elite. He deserved elite money. That annoyed me. It still does. I think I deserve elite money. Mm. Not for this, for my proper job. <laughs> I don't deserve fuck all for this. Yeah, yeah. We're getting fucked. Oh, that's all right then. I'm getting exactly what I deserve. Okay, so the Lions last year, the big downfall was the run game. They had 1,300 yards total run game from all their running backs and Matthew Stafford together. It was fucking atrocious. Like, I don't know. Well, us three probably could have run for more yards last year. There was a lot of injuries. um, But still, that's a pretty piss-poor number. Uh, Nine running touchdowns they had last year. You're not going to get very far... Uh, when you've no longer got the big weapon as a wide receiver and your running game falls apart, which is also something I thought made it more impressive last year. They got to the playoffs like that. But uh, with Amir Abdullah back, do we think he can stay healthy for the year? And do we think he can get somewhere near the 1,000 yards? Uh, I hope he can. I think he's a good running back. And if he can stay healthy, he should be able to. But again, it's about fitness. Well, John? Uh... You always worry when coming back from a big injury whether they can reach the previous heights. But he's a he's a good running back. He he's, he's young enough that yeah. recovery shouldn't be as big a problem as it is for Adrian Peterson. Yeah. So I think that's key. They get Theo Riddick as well this year. Uh, I think he, he missed nearly half the season last year. Um, he's big in the passing game as well, out of the backfield. So that gives them some more options. Do we think they've got enough out wide? I believe uh, Kenny Golladay they drafted to be the third receiver. You've picked him up for fantasy, so you've obviously seen something I haven't. I've not seen the guy, so what do you think? I like him. He's he's. I'm not going to say he's Calvin Johnson, but he's he's a big, tall receiver. And he had 18 touchdowns over his last two years at college. Yeah. So and he looked. He uh, had a, his first game pregame season, a preseason game. He had two touchdowns, I think, and I can't remember how many yards, but he had a good. He had a Decent run in this. Yeah, he looks season. good. Because we trust your opinion on these things. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going 
by other people as well and what I've seen, and he looked decent. So, Word of mouth says he's going to be good. Yeah. Word of Duncan's mouth. Well, I trust Duncan's mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've got nothing. I've got nothing that I can broadcast with that. Um, <clears throat> I picked up Marvin Jones uh, for my fantasy. Year. Yeah. Um, Started off the season really well and then tailed. Oh, man, he fell off a cliff. I'm hoping he reignites a bit this year. It's a bit like uh, the same reason I picked Crabtree for the Raiders. I think with, with the Raiders, everybody covers Amari Cooper, Crabtree gets open. And I think if Marvin Jones is back on song, everyone will cover Golden Tate and he'll get the touchdown catches. Uh, I, I don't know enough about Kenny Golladay to, to pick him, but I think clearly there's going to be enough targets to go around that all three could actually have very successful seasons. Yeah, um, yeah, no, fair enough. I mean, I had Jones last year, and he was really infuriating because he'd have a shit game. So I'd drop him, and then he'd get like 30 points. A bit like me and Desa- so Deshaun Jackson. Him in, he'd get nothing, and I think, oh, well, that's stupid. And, you know, so um, uh, it's just, if you've got Jones, if anything, last season needed to go by, just have some patience. Should we uh, revisit your tight end crisis and discuss Eric Ebron and whether he'll be any good or not this year? Well, he got me uh, two consecutive zeros uh, at the end of last <laughs> season, so um, I can't see how he can go downhill. Um, he's one of those tight ends for fantasy that's always available. He, I think if yeah, anyone's sort of got an injury, he's generally the, one of the first people they pick up. And... You then look again on Tuesday, and who's on the waivers? It's Eric Ebron. He, you know, only had one touchdown last year. Um, key thing I think this year is they've lost Anquan Bolden, and they need someone to replace that big guy uh, red zone production. Is Eric Ebron going to be the man to do that? Yes or no from each of you? No, no. Okay, then that's three of us. We all agreed. I, I think he's going to be poor, and I'll be surprised if they've still got him next year. I, yeah. I, I think he's massively over-talked because everyone assumes he's got to fill the role. I'm not sure he's good enough. We shall see. Okay, uh, with regards to the defensive side of the ball, uh, Darius Slay, he's back and fit. He's always a, it's a great name for a start. You, you, you want to be a cornerback or a free safety with a name like that, don't you? Yeah. Crushing people as they try and run through you. So... I think he brings a, a certain uh, level of uh, like he, people mentally prepare to play against him. They, he's the, the the guy on the defense that you know you don't want to be thrown in his direction. A bit like when you play Sherman at the Seahawks. So him being there makes the defense better just in his presence. Um, Ziggy Anza uh, didn't didn't do as well last year uh, as he had in 2015. He had 14 sacks in 2015, and only two last year. If he can get back to his 2015 form, which certainly you'd think is is possible or or somewhere near it, uh, the team then becomes uh, more viable on third down, where they were 31st overall last year. One of the teams that were worse than you guys on third down. If they can put that together and similar to the Packers get up towards the teens on defense, how far can they push the Packers in this division? I mean, I guess it comes down to their... um the rest of their offense, uh, whether their wide receivers can click with Stafford and that running game can get going. That's basically what's well. If that offense can get going, the defense so can help them out. If the offense gets going to its potential, is the defense better than the Packers to the point where they could really push the Packers in the division? Yeah. I, I think their defense is better, easily better than ours. It's their offense is the issue. If their offense... Puts up, start putting some numbers, and yeah, 
That's an honest assessment. I'm yeah. really. I, did, I thought you'd just go, nah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. But no, that's, that's fair enough. John, you're shaking your head. That's no good on a microphone. What do you got to say? I just, uh, it's a, just too big an if. Too big an if. Great yeah. big fucking if. Uh, yeah, like, I just think if it gets, the you know, defence is better and whatever, but I just think it's too big an if. Fair enough, uh, and I don't think any, I don't think they'll be pushing the Packers at all. Oh, really? You don't think it'll be close? No, no. I, I'm kind of inclined to agree with you. Uh, I've gone for five and eleven as the floor ceiling, double digits, ten and six. Um, I think it's similar, really, to the Vikings situation. They could well end up around eight and eight, seven and nine, just because there's so many ifs, and we don't know what the running game's going to do. No, yeah, no, I agree. Okay, so it could be very close in the middle of this group. Um, that just leaves us with the Bears. Oh. Oh, sorry. Fantasy oh, fantasy pick. Oh, I am moving too fast. Uh, so you've gone with Jones. Would he be your first pick? No, no, he wouldn't. Um, I think I think a lot of people will pick Golden Tate. I've picked Marvin Jones, like I said, for that reason. But actually, I think if you're looking around and you want a surefire pick from this team, you pick the kicker. You take Prater and you Indoor. watch him hammer those goals in. Indoor kicker. Love him. Yeah, well, that's it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, I think Gary started this on here the other day when we were looking at players to take from the from the Ravens and we named a couple and he was like, well, no one's taken Justin Tucker, so let's just name him straight off the bat because he should be the first kicker off the board. Yeah. Prater's probably got to be in the top five kickers that yeah. go off the board uh, in any league because, man, he, indoor, he's just hitting them through miles out. Yep. How many 50-yarders did he get last year? Got a few. Yeah, the guy's got a leg on him, so he's the probably the safest bet, just because you're not sure yeah. what the rest are going to do. Yeah, uh, Abdullah. If you, if you, if you uh, as a sort of spare running back, I guess. But yeah, running back three. Yeah, for I'm me, going, I'm going big on Galladay. You have gone in big on Galladay. Yep, that's my boy. <laughs> See this space. We play first, don't we? You and me. Yeah, uh, we start tomorrow night. Yeah, but I'm not playing him. I'm not starting him. You're not starting him. Uh, yeah, you are. I know. I am uh, now. Am I? Yeah, because of um, Mike Evans. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. See, I've had to drop Deshaun Jackson for the same reason. Because uh, if if you're listening to this, they've moved the Bucks uh, Dolphins game because of the the storm that's going to hit Florida and flatten the place basically. So Irma, 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 Harvey and Irma. They are fucking then, scraping the barrel with and names. Then Jose, Jose is, is coming, following, following uh, tightly. Trump will build that yeah. wall quick enough. No, yeah. Jose is getting to America. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's fair. It's, fuck it. Who the fuck is naming these storms with such terrible names? There's nothing threatening about that. It's alphabetical. I don't yeah. know that much. Well, skip the alphabet and just go straight to Zeus. Zeus. Thor. Oh. Hurricane Thor. If we see Zs, man, we're in trouble. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Isn't it alphabetical and then the t- male, female? Male, female, yeah. yeah, okay. But, uh, so, uh, it, it, I, I can't think of a I, I don't know, they should strike care. fear, basically. You want the d- Hurricane Darius Slay. That's, that's, what, that's what I was getting at. But, but okay. Darmacan. <laughs> and Darmacan Storm. Yeah. I like it. Why not? Um, okay, Bears. Bears is where we're going with the end yeah. of this. Um, oh, there's so many things to cover. So, you've signed Matt Glennon. To an 18.5 million guaranteed contract. You've not, but it might as well have been you. It looks like you were there for the day that they did that. Did, was it GM for a day? Collect 10 Chris Packets, win a GM for the day? Um, I, uh, to be fair, I, I, even I wouldn't have uh, fallen for the uh, 49ers poker 
face that they did. So uh, <laughs> I think even drunk, I still would have not traded. You've had a lot of experience doing stuff drunk. I do, and I still want to trade it away third spot uh, to upgrade to second for Trubisky. So uh, for for a player that they, that the Fort Niners weren't going to pick, so. I, I think the Trubisky deal is not horrendous. It only looked bad because they just signed Mike Glennon. Like the, the deal was fine. Like you need if they need a quarterback. Quarterback in the future, yeah. But yeah. why pay a bunch of money to uh, essentially yeah. he's going to be your backup quarterback? It just doesn't make any sense. So with that in mind, how many games are we giving Glennon before he inevitably gives way to 11-game college starter Mitch Trubisky? Two. Two? Two. Fucking two? <laughs> two. I don't know what to say. Now, I know they've just left Jay Cutler, who was a five-pick-a-game pro, but uh, <laughs> I think eventually they're just going to be like, you know what? Start the kid. Let's just get him going. It can't... I mean, you're not going to get a worse quarterback than Jay Cutler. So, essentially what you're saying is, the same thing that happened to Mike Glennon in Tampa when they drafted Jameis Winston is about to fall on his ass again. It happened before he played a game. He was at a draft party for the Bears when they drafted Trubisky, and he was sad. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't you be sad if you would party in with your bosses and they drafted your replacement? No, because I just made $18.5 million. Would you sit back with your hands behind your head and go... I'll keep the clipboard down here, lads. Yeah. I'll be like, oh. Only got Brock. Let's go to the strip club. Yeah. <laughs> <Are> you busy? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Definitely not fucking busy. Anybody got Charlie Whitehurst's number? Yeah. <laughs> I heard Johnny Manziel throws a great party. I bet he does. I bet he fucking does. Josh Gordon. I, I'd does. imagine Ryan Leaf is outside looking really old and haggard trying to get in. <laughs> hey. I'm a failed quarterback. <laughs> Let me in. I was terrible. <laughs> Here comes Jamarcus. Oh, no. <laughs> Steady on. We've gone so far off track. Um, okay. Jordan Howard, running back. I think he's a top 10 running back in the league. Very good. I, he makes the team viable on offense, which is always something I look for. Always the viability of the offense hinges on one thing or the other. I don't think you can say the wide receiver core is something that makes the team viable because of A, the quarterback situation, and B, the core isn't very good anyway. And they just lost their top wide receiver as well. Yeah, that doesn't help. It's uh, Cameron Meredith out for the year. Knee injury, ACL? Yeah. So, so that's that, that's definitely not idea, uh, ideal. Um, they did have Victor Cruz in preseason, but apparently he couldn't stick with the team. I was surprised. I thought they'd keep him around as a third option, but... Yeah. I thought he looked better last year than a lot of people thought. Uh, he, he played, what, every game? Virtually every game? Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. But he had a few hundred yards. He did his job, got a couple of touchdowns. I was surprised that he couldn't find his way onto this team. No, I was, uh, I was a bit puzzled when they uh, let him go. But uh. Especially considering Kevin White has played four games since he was drafted in number seven overall in 2015. Yeah, uh, I, he he was a productive college receiver, but I don't know what makes them think they can hang their hat on a guy who seems to be able to break his leg getting out of bed. Literally, just stepping on that leg is enough yeah. for it to to crumble. His legs are probably made of Weetabix or something. Uh, and you've got Kendall Wright on the other side from the Titans, who's not a bad receiver, but no. you wouldn't want him leading your receiving core. No. So I was just surprised that a guy who's been a proven threat couldn't stick around with this team. Um, in regards to the tight ends, because we obviously count them as pass catchers, uh, Dion Sims and Zach Miller are basically co-number ones on this team. I think Zach Miller's a lot better 
than he appears to be rated. And I think he's going to pick up a lot of Cameron Meredith's production. So any any thoughts on that? I think Zach Miller's a great tight end. He was really good in um, Oakland. And, yeah, I think he's he's like around – he's like mid-table uh, tight ends, but I think he's consistent and, and decent. I've got nothing to add. <laughs> At least you're honest. That's that's good. Uh, yeah, K- Kendall Wright has had 18 touchdowns since 2012, inclusive. That's that's not ideal for your leading wide receiver. Uh, no. Spe- like I say, especially when Kevin White hasn't played. So he is now the leading wide receiver on the team. He's really Kendall Wright. Um, last playoff for the Bears, 2010. You beat them. Green Bay beat them. Yep, not course. you. You weren't always. That way. I mean, we you probably could have beaten them, but they only beat us twice with Jay Cutler. Yes. Okay. Yes. Why just want to throw that out there? They lost a lot of games against yeah, you with like Jay Cutler. Two and fourteen, something like 16? that. Sixteen, yeah, something. Like, it was a hell of a lot of games. Horrendous. Um, they have a decent O line to keep the quarterbacks upright. Uh, Kyle Long, Sitton, and Whitehair. That's three guys that would get into more than half the teams in the league on their O-line. Yeah. So if it is Trubisky and they can keep him upright, does that give them a better chance of winning than if they stick with the veteran quarterback who probably is a little more adept at picking up what the defense is going to do? I think if Trubisky starts, they're just handing the ball to Jordan Howard anyway. Um, for the most part, just give him the ball. That's what you'd do? Yeah. I mean, not... Let Trubisky like kind of manage the game a bit, but Jordan Howard all the way. Okay, fair enough. I I I still think Mike uh, Mike Glennon's got a lot that he could do in this league if he was supported by a team. And I, you said two games. I think it'll be more towards the halfway point through the season if they've got a losing record, which they probably will. Then I think they'll say right, Mitch needs the experience, get him in. But I don't think they'll throw him in that early because they don't want him to get crushed. Sometimes you just gotta throw him in the. Throw them in the pit, man. Just See if they swim. Yeah. Swimming in the pit. Peyton Manning. It's a ball pit. <laughs> what did he do? He was like 2-14. and 2-14 and 14 and threw 20-odd interceptions. Greatest quarterback of all time. It's certainly up there. So, anything can happen. Yeah, it's true. I mean, I've got nothing against starting him. I just think starting him early when you could have the chance of pushing in this division, maybe. He's not going to learn anything on the bench. What did Charlie Whitehurst spend all his career on the bench? He must have learned something. Yeah, but you, you just, need to be on the field. Just, uh, just about conditioner and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> How to impersonate Jesus, yeah. part two. Yeah. Just, um, no, I, if I, I, I agree with, in a way with Duncan. I think if, if I, you've got this young kid in, you've obviously seen something in him to take him second and uh, trade away stuff to get him. Uh, so... You'd play him. Yeah, Yeah. okay. You guys are braver GMs than I would be. I think that's basically what we're learning here. Uh, With regards to the Bears' defense, they signed Marcus Cooper from uh, Arizona. Four interceptions last year, played very well. The defense on the Bears is not great, but they get Danny Trevathan back as well at linebacker. He was injured for a lot of last year. Uh, Is it as good a defense as anybody else in the division, i.e., is it as viable as the Packers' defense, or is it still comfortably the worst defense in the division? No, I think the Packers have the worst defense. Okay, so you, you, yeah. you're willing to give the Bears a tick there? Yeah. Or you it's really slight, hate Dom Capers? Slight nudge, but yeah, Dom Capers needs to... <laughs> Fuck off? Yeah. <laughs> so him and Joe Flacco. I mean, to be fair, at half 
before the season started, I said McCarthy, McCarthy would go. And then he had that big run at the end and, you know, made the playoffs. So you can't fire a guy that made the playoffs. No, that's true. Dom Cape has also made the playoffs. Unless you're uh, Marty Schottenheimer, who went like 14-2 and two with the Chargers and got sacked. That's harsh. Yeah. I think that might be slightly before my time. Uh, was it a few years back? Yeah, probably like 2007 or eight. Yeah, I, I think I was not really... The charge to go from strength to strength. <laughs> it's worked out really well the for GM them. The GM hated him so much that he was like, I don't care how well you did, you're out of here. Oh, wow. That's, that's harsh. Oh, okay, fair enough. Well, I, I, I say they're, they're on a par or just above the Packers, but I still think this team is comfortably bottom of this division because they'll generate so little on offense compared yeah. to the other three teams. The Vikings offense isn't great, but it's more settled than this. Um, Packers offense is going to be runaway good. And like I say, I just can't see... I, I, the Lions we're not sure about, but I've got to believe they're going to be better than this. So I think they don't tick enough boxes to get off the bottom of this division this year. Were they 3-13 and 13 last year? I think 3-13 yeah. and 13 last year. I would say... Three and thirteen is possible again. That's what I've gone for as a floor. I think they'll win three, but uh, I can't see the ceiling being in uh, above five hundred. The ceiling is seven and nine. I'd be surprised. I'd be impressed if they win more than seven games. Yeah. Uh, I'd imagine five and eleven, six, six and ten. If they get that and they played Trubisky in a majority of the games, they should be happy. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Uh, we're all taking Jordan Howard as a fantasy player? Yes. Nobody's going to take a chance on Trubisky? No. Nope. Not yet. He's not starting. No. No, no. But you wouldn't, keep, but, you wouldn't stash but, him, is but what in I mean. game three. Yeah. yeah. Game three. Watch <laughs> game out. Game three. Uh, no. No. You wouldn't, you wouldn't stash him? I wouldn't, I wouldn't stash him just because there's better quarterbacks. He's got nobody yeah. to throw to? Yeah. Uh, okay. I, I think that's fair. I mean, uh, I think we've covered everything there is to cover about the Bears. I I think it's. I like. I think it's one. The Bears are one of those teams. A bit like the Raiders. The league is better if the Bears are competitive. I think they're yeah. one of those yeah. storied franchises where the, the league is better if they're competitive. Um, it's not like Cleveland, where the league is going to lose something when they become competitive. Yeah. Nobody wants to see that. No. Well, I think the same with the Jaguars as well. Like you never want to see the Jaguars do well. They want to be the plucky underdogs who who just get trounced, and occasionally yeah. there's a glimmer of hope. Like, do you want to live in a world where the Jaguars are the Super Bowl champs? No, no, no I do not. Or the Browns. Luckily, I don't think we're, <laughs> yeah. we're ever going to live in that world. We're all in our mid-30s. Yeah. We're not likely to live in that world. But, um, no. but, but the Bears, I, when the Bears are competitive, the, the NFL seems like a, a happier place as a fan, as a fan well, of the whole thing. It's yeah. just that they're never, you know, I don't like the word franchise, but they are a long-term... A storied you know, franchise, story, yeah, yeah. You know, so it's a bit like, a bit like, when Leeds get relegated, I, you know, you don't want to see... John's a Leeds fan. Yeah. You don't want to see Leeds go down and be replaced by, like, Barnsley, because... Sometimes you do want to see I mean, Leeds go down. I don't have a problem with Leeds going down and being replaced. I cheered for Barnsley that year. Yeah, fuck you. Um, <laughs> I don't think you were replaced you know, by Barnsley. There's, 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 you, when you look at the certain leagues, it's, it, it's, not, it's cheapened by certain bigger teams not doing as well. Are you, yeah. are you saying that the Premier League having Brighton and Hove Albion and Huddersfield Town in it is not as good as maybe when Leeds and Nottingham Forest were there? I'm just saying there? when Bournemouth can't, uh, uh, can't bring 10,000 people 
uh, you know, because you know, just because it's a stadium, but because they don't have ten thousand people. Well, no, it's just they have a stadium that has a capacity of ten thousand people. Whereas you had, last year you had Newcastle and Le- Leeds in the and Villa, Sheffield Wednesday, these massive teams in the league below. It's just it cheapens the league. <laughs> Spoken like a true Leeds United fan. Yeah, ah. fuck go fuck off, Bournemouth. <laughs> <laughs> so so far today we've upset Bournemouth. Dom Capers, jo- Joe Flacco, and Jay Cutler. Yeah. Wow. I'm okay with this. You guys have got to get on Twitter and start abusing some people. Pick us up some followers, Stephen no problem. Diggs can fuck off as well. <laughs> <laughs> Eric Ebron. Eric Ebron <laughs> can Eric screw- Ebron, bloody hell. Tight ends in general. <laughs> Jermichael Finley, where are you at? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's taken us to a natural conclusion before we really yeah. upset the two people that might be listening. Sorry, Mum. <laughs> But yeah, um, so we'll we'll leave that there, and we'll come back with uh, which one? Which, which, uh, NFC. I think uh, South? NFC South is next. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll be back with that. So thank you very much, and uh, we'll see you then. Bye. <laughs>